I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Here we are on Thursday, April 13th, 2023. Can you believe that? And uh, we're going to be talking about the kickbacks and they're going to the Bidens and how there's new exposures everywhere. This just means to me, most likely since this is hitting the mainstream media, that the elites are letting them go. We'll talk about that as we get into this. Uh, we're also going to talk about the prophetic word that talks about this a little bit as well as the prophetic word talking about Kamala to fall to, the laughing hyena is what the Lord's even calling him. That's kind of funny that that's happening. Um, but we will also dig into Amanda Grace prophetic word and uh, dig into the, some biblical uh, foundations for what Amanda has revealed in her latest prophecy. That was all the way back on April 7th when I was on vacation, so we'll go back and uh, look at that as well. So let's dig into this now. Tons to go over. Um, I'm gonna just say hi to Patsy uh, from Tennessee. We got Lisa uh, from Florida. Got Annette here, in, on, that's all on Facebook, and then we got tons of people on, on Rumble Rants as well as Backstage. Thank you guys for watching, appreciate y'all. All right, let's dig in to this now. Here's the uh, big ex-Obama staffer blows whistle on a Biden kickback scheme after Hunter joined Burisma. Malfeasance in office. So a former White House stenographer pushes to testify under oath in Hunter Biden grand jury case after sending tips to the FBI. Of course, the FBI, he's been trying to do this for quite a while. The FBI um, not responding because they are basically deep state operatives. But we see here a former Obama administration staffer is blowing the whistle on the Biden family's business dealings, accusing President Biden of being involved in kickback scheme in connection with his son Hunter overseas business dealings while he was vice president. Mike McCormick, a stenographer for the White House for 15 years, told Fox and Friends first. The FBI has been ignoring his alarms on the matter despite his willingness to testify under oath before the federal grand jury investigating Hunter. Here's his quote. In February, I went to the FBI. This is all, uh, that's all the way back in February. And filed one of their tips and their website. If you do that and you're lying to them, you go to jail. I'm not lying. I'm telling the truth. I'm not going to jail, McCormick said Thursday. 
that Joe Biden is a criminal. He was conducting malfeasance in office to enrich his family. Jake Sullivan is a conspirator in that. And there's more. Obama officials involved in it, I believe. Um, McCormick, who worked with Biden in 2011 to 2017, detailed the key dialogue involving Vice President aide Jake Sullivan and the press on Air Force Two before trip to Kiev, Ukraine in April 21st, 2014. Sullivan, who is the current National Security Advisor, outlined in a White House transcript Biden's priorities for his trip to the country, which included U.S. investment in Ukraine energy sector days after Hunter joined the board of Burisma, according to the New York Post. Now, a lot of this is old news, but the new news is that this guy literally um, recorded, was recording things, right, as a stenographer, and uh, and uh, so so we see we see this is happening months later, and well after the trip, Congress allocated fifty million dollars to the Ukraine energy market. I'm sitting back with a with a tape recorder. Jake Sullivan comes back, and somebody asks about fracking. His answer is, "Well, we're bringing a lot of American assistance over for fracking." Brisma was the direct beneficiary of fracking, and that's what I recorded, and that's in the White House transcript. McCormick said, "In the transcript, you don't know who Jake Sullivan is." It's a senior administration official. I'm the witness that says Jake Sullivan is the guy who said it and he should be investigated because at the time, Hunter Biden was on board of Burisma and Joe Biden is bringing American taxpayer money to enrich that company and himself and his family, he continued. So this goes on. Uh, you have it in the show notes. Again, blessedteach.com. The show notes are free. The show's free as well as now backstage is free. We'd love to have you. We're going to be doing praise and prayer, by the way, at the top of the hour. Um, so please get your backstage pass. Come back and worship with us. You can do that. You also will be able to do Q and A, like in, uh, people prof- were prophesied over that we're backstage uh, by Mary Crowley last night, uh, doing great Q and A with Doctor Artis. Those are all the type of things you get with backstage. You also get the searchy tool to be able to search all the prophetic words, to be able to search all these shows. Um, there's tons more. Um, we have Word and Worship as well on Fridays and Sundays. So you can be backstage on to do Q&A on, on the Bible study and the Word. There's so much uh, that's all free now because of the pay-forward model like The Chosen. So go to blessedteach.com, blessedteach.com, and get your free backstage pass. Here we'll see a whole article on the gaffes of this Ireland trip. And, and he, he ends up, this is the timing of this is impeccable because <laughs> he ends up taking Bi- uh, Hunter. So Biden ends up taking Hunter President Biden takes a hunter to this trip, and there's all kinds of things. As Biden insults the British, makes a bizarre comment about Pentagon leaks, and ticks off a dog in Ireland. <laughs> so you see, uh, this, this continues to just go over all these things. I'm just going to go to the little Twitter ones here. But in Ireland, Biden told a story about a rugby player who beat the hell out of a black and tans, except he meant New Zealand's All Blacks rugby team. Blacks and Tans was a unit of the British military. So this is where he he used the wrong term and offended the um, you know, the, the British army, the British military, by, by saying that. Looks like that one's not playing well. Um, and then you see him here he later. Hunter Biden has arrived in, areas in, in Ireland ahead of Joe Biden's meeting with the Irish president. Isn't that interesting that even with all the stuff he'd be, he would dare bring Biden on? <laughs> yeah, Hunter, Hunter with him, uh, which is just crazy. And so that, that's what's happening in Ireland. You see, by, why does Biden never know where he's going? So see if this one plays, plays well. And it looks like I'm going to have to refresh this just real quick. Usually that works for me. 
And uh, again, this is Red State. They do a good job um, just detailing all this out. You'll have this all in the show notes as well. Um, but here's here's the one that where he doesn't know where he's going. Again. Right. Telling him where to stand, and he's not sure what to do. It just gets really embarrassing. Uh, this guy's trying to decline. He is as bad as ever. And You'll see his band as well. Looking around, looking around, looking around. This is Mr. Joe Biden, our president. Um, obviously, there at the beginning, I guess is what they were, talk they were talking about. Here's, I'm not going home. I'm staying here. He's talking about. This just goes on and on in little tiny things. That uh, it, do you have an update on the leak investigation? Silence. I'm gonna go plant a tree. Do you have an update on the leak investigation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for Coach Cotton. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go plant a tree. Now, it's weird. And then um, here he is, Biden, on a leak of military documents. Are you concerned about okay, the leak? Okay, guys, it's time to go. Let's well, go. Cool, we got to move. I'm not concerned about the leak because I'm concerned that it happened. But there's nothing contemporaneous that I'm aware of that is of great consequences. <laughs> he's just making no sense on, on what he's saying and have them. And here's here he is with the dog. Uh oh, that dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just embarrassing. This continues to go on um, for for some of the things. And here's a. Uh, Another article that I had up, that was the Red State Radio one. Here's another one where Hunter Biden has to rescue him. So here's his son Hunter with him on this trip. This kid asks a question. He doesn't understand the question. It's a pretty basic one. The basic question is uh, the, the kid's actually asking what is the keys to success. You know, probably from something his parents asked him to, to ask, I would guess. Let me get this up. Just throwing some things at me, so let me grab this. Made me refresh it as well. So here, let's see. So this is from the Western Journal. Hunter Biden forced to step in to help his struggling dad understand a question from a group of kids. Um, so basic question of, you know, what are the keys to success? And he can't hear very well, and he keeps asking, keeps asking, and he starts answering the wrong question. Looks like this isn't going to do well for me, so I'm going to have to go to the Twitter. I'll just go to the Twitter. We'll do it there. Here we go. What's the top of success or making sure that we don't all have COVID? What are we talking about? That's the success. Like, what's the what's the what's the key to success? What's the key to success? You know what I found out the key. So he finally uh, gets gets it. So that's that's the point I just wanted to show. Is, and the fact he's taking Hunter right when this is all being exposed is just amazing. And just to see uh, what's ha what's happening with his cognitive capability and be able to understand people, etc., is quite embarrassing. So I think they're letting him go. I think the elites, uh, Julius told us it was happening. This would be a fulfilled prophecy, where when we see the FBI actually um, or or the mainstream media coming out with a whistleblower. 
about whistleblowers plus about the fact that you know the whole exposure of the kickbacks is going to be happening to the big guy the 10 percent to the big guy right so i believe that's happening right now here we see trans abortionist activists looking at zero jail time after attacking a church and assaulting members so again if you're if you're a trans you get all kinds of special privileges um another thing that's just amazing to me i we have some friends at least i have a good friend that has some hormone imbalances and needs hormones, but the insurance won't pay for it. But yet they'll pay for it for a trans person, but not for a person who needs it. That, that, you know, it's just crazy. And that's what the insurance companies have become. They become these cabal insurance companies that only pay for cabal drugs for the, for the wrong reasons, for the wrong things. And as you, I think you know, after listening to Dr. Artis, if you listen to him, he came on uh, the Tuesday. Uh, and it's very clear that these big pharma drugs are petroleum-based that's the original they were petroleum based for time release capsules but now they've really focused on poisons trying to take out a poison poison you're basically you're taking poison into in isolated poisons that they've done to try to kill something right and it, it's just extremely scary and so if you want to have an insurance company that's just pushing you toward big pharma drugs um, that's what the current system is and that's why I came out of it completely I dropped my big pharma an insurance company and I went with a, a, a share health care and so um, I'll be having Mike come on to talk if you guys have any questions about this make sure you get your questions in the chat because uh, he'll be coming on live to, to, to answer some questions and talk a little about share health care again I've gone completely to this you can go to sharehealthcolor.com slash rickb2t again that slash rickb2t you can all see about how inexpensive this is compared to regular insurance and again but they will cover natural doctors they will cover natural treatments of things that you need. Uh, for, for instance, uh, um, of, of, of any of incidences that are happened. So I just got more catastrophic. I went to the lowest cost type insurance for my family. I reduced my costs uh, by a third. And now I know I'm covered for any big incidences and, and I can use the type of treatment I want versus being forced into big pharma drugs. Just makes 100% sense in my opinion. Go look at shareheritskill.com. The link's down below in that. We'll talk a little bit more about that when Mike comes on and we can ask him any questions. Trump raises first before deposition, calls New York AG Lieta James lawsuit ridiculous. So he had to go back again um, to New York. Former President Donald Trump repeated this claim that Albany's top prosecutor is racist and that her lawsuit against him is ridiculous before being deposed in connection with a $250 million civil case Thursday morning. Trump, 76, was back in Manhattan eight days after he charged with 34 felonies to testify in connection with accusations that he and three of his children overhauled his assets by billions of dollars to get favorable loans. The current Republican contender for president took the truth to Truth Social to issue a bitter attack on the New York Attorney General, Letizia James, um, yeah, say please stay muted backstage if you could. Just trying to see where that is real quick. I think uh, I think uh, I was up muting them, unmuting them when they were muting themselves. <laughs> Here we go. So, but anyway, this this is just shows you the continued assault of weaponizing the Justice Department at the even at the state and county levels. At the this is crazy. Uh, what's going on? So there's one in Georgia as well. Julie addressed that in their prophetic words. Amanda really hits the Justice Department hard in her prophetic word we're going to get into as well. Um, so let's dig into that a little bit because it's just amazing to see what's going on with all this. 
And so what we're going to look at here is this latest prophetic word from Julie Green from this morning that she released. It says, Beware, my children, in these coming days. Deception will increase. Lies will arise and try to steer you in the wrong direction. Directions away from me, away from my word. Don't listen. Don't pay attention. But stand at attention, my children, in the army of the Lord. Great message there. The battle has been won, so don't lose heart now. Know your enemies have gone down a path of destruction. But don't pay attention to that. No, that was all temporary for my eagle to be set free, for my children to be shaken, to awaken the world to turn to me and not to man and their governments and their systems. That's why shaking has taken place. That's why it looks like evil is dominating, but it's not. That's a real key part about this, guys, is that we're living by faith and not sight. Remember, the prophets of Baal, the people that are making this movie, if you will, it's it's not a fun movie, uh, but they're the prophets of Baal. They're lying to you. And if you're going to be listening to them and you spend a lot of time on junk intel, a lot of time on social media versus listening to the prophets, watching programs like this, spending time with the God, in the Word of God, holding on to that kingdom that can't be shaken, worshiping Him like we're going to be doing here at the top of the hour. Uh, these are the things that we can do to make sure we stay in faith and that we stay in the, hold on to the kingdom that can't be shaken versus looking at the shaking world and listening to the, the prophets of Baal. That's a dangerous place to be. That's where Satan wants us, right? My children were too comfortable. My children were too distracted. And some were so deceived they couldn't see all the evil that was going on. They couldn't see what their enemies were doing. But now it's different. Now you know because my words have gone forth and brought an awakening. And this awakening, the enemy did not want. This awakening will cost him and his army a great defeat. And I believe that words, when he says, because my words have gone forth, obviously we've got the word of God in the Bible, number one, that's the most important. But it's also hearing from the prophets, right? But I think it also was using um, people that did the Q movement. And I'll be attacked for this, and I'll sure I'll get a lot of comments. Because I've spent massive time, all it did is wake people up and activated them. And there's, I think, seven, eight times the whole Ephesians 10 through 18 was in there about how it's so important to understand putting on the armor of God. And so that's his words have gone through and it's created a huge awakening. And it's not gone as fast as what people wanted. But again, God's way smarter than us. He knew that if Trump had, for instance, went and arrested everybody um, early on or even, even near the end of his presidency, we would have had a world, we would have had a civil war in our hands and that wouldn't have achieved squat. The elites would have stayed in control. We had to go through this Biden presidency to, to, really, to really wake up a ton more people as well as really make a stark contrast to the good versus evil. And now it's becoming extremely obvious, which is waking so many pe- more people up, including his children. Right? There's so many um, churches are still asleep and they're being shook and, and many are waking up or people at least are waking up. Similar to what Jesus did when dying on the cross. If the enemies had only known, they never would have crucified Jesus. If your enemies would have known by all the evil and persecution it would have awakened my body, what hell will not prevail against? And a church your enemy cannot control, and a church he cannot defeat, he's regretting some of this now. But once my glory hits the earth, great regret will come over your enemies. 
Yes, I said great regret for an awakening of the sleeping giant of my church. This just shows you what the historic times we're living in. If, if the Lord is literally comparing right now with the time of Jesus, that's a pretty big deal. Just think about that. Talk about a huge deal that we, I mean, what a time to be alive. People say all the time, I wish I could have been alive at the time of Christ to see him here on earth, right? That's special. I get to go to visit Israel. It's going to be kind of a scary time to be there because of all the riots and everything. But she actually talks about that here as well um, a little bit. So we'll get into that. But the, the, just, just hear my point here. Guys, you are living in a time similar to what God did when Jesus was on earth. He is going, he's, he's doing an amazing work here, right? It's obviously not the full redemption of man. Nothing's going to ever beat that. But it is literally awakening worldwide his church, his body of Christ. How amazing is this? And he's teaching us how to use that authority. This is going to be in a historic time that you can be a part of. And you don't want to miss this. This means don't be lukewarm. This means don't be let things distract you. Don't fall into fear versus faith. Don't go by sight. Um, it is important to stay focused right now. My children know now that they have authority and it's greater than his power. My children know your enemy is defeated. Should rejoice, and my children. Rejoice, my children. Don't be in despair. That's for the ones against you. My glory shall fill this earth. And my hand is moving now to bring the greatest miracles the world has ever seen. You all, be, you all have been hand-picked. And all of you have great part to play. So suit up, my children, with my armor and march into battle. And receive your victory in my name, saith the Lord your Redeemer. There's a very specific action right there. And I do this every morning. I, and slight, sometimes I need to forget and I have to remind myself midday. Oh my goodness, I forgot to do that this morning. And that is, you know, I go through a series of five things, but the last part is putting on my armor of God. Remember, you have to have your armor on, including your sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, right? It, to, to penetrate the, the, the evil enemies, right? And, to, and to also to protect yourself, but also to penetrate their armor. And, it's, and, it's, and it's, our authority is greater than his. And he does, did not want that to ever happen. The Lord, the, 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 so that's why the enemy is going to be having great regret because of the authority we have and the power we're going to be using. But what do we have to do? We have to be focused and put on our armor every single day and be focused on the Lord God Almighty. Israel, oh Israel, do not fear what they have tried to do to your nation. No, they will not tear you apart or take you down. The civil war will come to an abrupt end for the ones who have brought this mess, for they all will be exposed and removed. You have been infiltrated, and I will show you the infiltrators. They will not have their way. Turn to me, my Israel, and know I am still the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I am still your deliverer, and healing will come to your land, saith the Lord. Is that exciting? That's because we've repented, because we've remained humble. We've turned our, 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 from our wicked ways. We've, we we see, seek his face. That's like 2 Chronicles 7.14 talks about. Um, otherwise, he wouldn't say he's going to be hearing us from heaven, forgiving our sins, and healing our land. What a beautiful thing that we get to do. Um, now, it's talking about Israel here. It's talking about Israel um, and healing the land of Israel. Uh, it shows you that all these, what I think are psyops about 
about Zionist and all this stuff that every Jew's bad and they're all Kazarian Jews and every that's ridiculous that's racist to think that any group of people's bad right it's 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 the it's the Luciferians that are it's it's the people within the race that are that are turned bad that are the Luciferians so the Mossad and a lot of the evil just like the, the CIA or rogue parts of the CIA are bad the rogue parts of the Mossad are bad yeah, and so and we know that Noah Harari, you know, Yuval Noah Harari, who, who every time that Clay Clark comes on, he talks about, he's leading these rebellions right now in Israel. So the cool thing is he's going to be exposed and removed all these people that are doing this. And I imagine it includes part of these rogue um, Israeli people. Oh, Israel, shout your enemies down. Shout them to nothing. Remember the walls of Jericho. Blow your shofars and remember. I am still on your side. Remember who delivered you from Pharaoh's hand? This is no different. So look to me. Call upon me. I will answer thee and free your land, saith the Lord of hosts. So there's a lot of Christians in Israel. People don't understand that. Many Messianic Jews, right? And um, so it's another reason why all these people that talk about Kazarian Jews and everybody's bad in Israel is just silly. And, say, and, and people that are doing replacement um, type of theology saying that uh, God doesn't love that country still. That's just ridiculous. He loves the race. He loves that area. And he also loves us as he's grafted us in, as the Bible says, right? But the root, the natural part, are Jewish people. And and that land is special to him. So um, this is really interesting. I also want to, this is why we blow our shofars, guys. God's still talking about them. God used them in a mighty way. So I have my shofar here. We blow this almost every night. Um, well, believe me, we, we blow it every uh, Thursday morning and, and Tuesday night for the Project Children Rescue. And if you want to be part of a ministry that's really taking this battle seriously, come backstage. It's free now. Again, just go to blessedteach.com, hit the backstage tab. Leaders in Georgia, oh yes, I see you. And every plan you have against my David will fall flat. Just like what will happen in New York. In every case, every lie, every wicked scheme, I am in your way. You'll not take my David for crimes you committed yourselves, but judgment will come for you for pursuing these lies. You had opportunities to stop and you refused. So now more exposures and truth will be told about every lie you have told and every lie you hid against my David and my nation. No matter the cases against my David or any of my children, I am the judge and I will settle the cases of my children and they will all be vindicated, saith the Lord. Oof. So he's going way beyond Trump here because there's a lot of other attacks on, uh, and I think this is also going to be including the J6ers that are being completely treated inappropriately. These are the days of great vindication, the jackals coming down and so is the crackling hyena. They will come down for hijacking my nation, saith the Lord. So that's obviously talking about the jackal being Biden or the Biden. And also the, la the crackling hyena talking about Kamala. That's what I named this thumbnail right here. Kickbacks exposed, Kamala to fall to. I am drawing them out and I'm healing. And the healing will begin and move even greater to heal this land. And that see, see that's why I'm saying that not only, is he, not only is he talking about healing Israel, he's also talking about um, America, and then that's going to expand to 
to Canada and France and Europe and Australia and all over the world, even to the Islam nations, I believe. I'm drawing them out and a healing will begin to move even greater to heal this land. The days of the Biden are coming to a close. So rejoice now, praise now, shout now. The eagle is rising, saith the Lord your Redeemer. Beautiful, isn't that? And with that, I want to bring on Mike um, from Health, Share Healthcare. If you guys have any questions, um, type them in the chat because this is this is an amazing place. I played this uh, video um, for you in the past, um, but just the fact that it is a um, Christian sharing network, I think I'd let, rather been playing the video have Mike talk a little bit about how this is different than regular insurance and why people are moving to this. So, Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Rick. All right. So tell us a little bit about uh, why you hear people are moving and and what the difference is between um, regular insurance. Well, you know, um, you use the term of the verb moving. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not on and I'm not talking about this. I don't I don't do this to get members for share healthcare. I do this to create a movement. Mm -hmm. We need to change the culture. And we really don't have that many vehicles that an individual or a small business or even an individual church can do to change the culture. Mm-hmm. What, what binds us? You know, when we look at John 17, that uh, last prayer that Jesus had before he went to Gethsemane, he ends it by saying that when we, those who are reading and hearing the words of his apostles, when we are united, then the world will believe, then the world will change its culture. Right. Mm-hmm. And how are we going to be united? Uh, you know, from from Amish to Zion Baptist, uh, all the ranges from um, all across the, the nation and share healthcare is global, uh, as is your podcast. So how are we united? What what things unite us? Well, one thing that unites us is that every one of us needs health care. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're in a human body, so we're going to either have an accident or we're going to have a disease or a decay at some point in our life or somebody in our family will. So share healthcare is literally what its name sounds like. We share one another's healthcare needs uh, and expenses. We're a 501c3 ministry, a Christian ministry, and we're one of those that's exempt under the Affordable Care Act. Uh, And that means we're also exempt from regulation as insurance. So you're you're saying, Rick, why would folks want to be a part of this? For reasons of conscience, for reasons reasons of their faith. Do they believe in Scripture, and do they want to um, be obedient to the Lord in what He is saying? Do they want to be as pure as possible? We're we're in the world, so we're going to get dusty and dirty. I mean, there's just no way of walking through it without it. But we don't want to enable those who are trying to make it worse, and so. Uh, share healthcare since it's not insurance, since it's not an Affordable Care Act one, um, we're able to sh- not share in abortifacients. We're able to not share in abortions. We're able to not share in the expenses of, of transgender, gender destruction, gender um, deterioration. We also have other things that are not quite as morally based, let's say, uh, tobacco. You know, in the 17th century, Christians wouldn't have thought that was a moral issue. We recognize now that our body is a temple, tobacco harms it, whether you chew or smoke. So no tobacco. Uh, I'm a teetotaler, but the Bible isn't. 
-hmm. So it says, you know, do everything in moderation. So we have, uh, we only share with folks who agree to use alcohol in moderation. And we define that two to three uh, drinks, you know, a week, uh, have a glass of champagne at a wedding celebration, et cetera. But uh, because we don't do those things that are offensive against God, the abortion, abortifacients, transgendering issues, alcohol abuse, uh, tobacco abuse, it just winds up being more affordable so we can be better stewards as we're supposed to be in scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, a, uh, for a single it's 149 uh, per month, for a couple it's 249, for a family of four it's 349 and $50 for each person after that. So what we, um, sort of our, our, our litany of let's say we have is we, we help people with their medical freedom, their financial freedom and their religious freedom. We already touched on the the financial and the religious medical freedom is uh, just like you were global. If somebody wants to, with your network now, if you join Share Healthcare, is any licensed medical professional in the world. If you're a missionary or you're traveling in Israel or Germany or India, you can have care there if you choose to, or you can come back here and have care. If you're uh, a, a Texan, and yet the treatment that you want for the, the problem you have, perhaps cancer, and you want to go to India or Germany or Israel or some other country that seems to have a better care of it, you can. Call us first, and we want to get the bill in English. Um, but it allows you that, that medical freedom for you to choose the care that's right for you and for your doctor to choose the right care that he and you agree upon is right for you. Right. And that doctor could be a naturally cared doctor versus an MD. Is that right? That's correct. Now they have to be, like I said, it's, I use the phrase licensed medical professional. So using naturopath as an example, in most states in the US, naturopaths are either certified or, prof- or, or licensed. So they would be a licensed medical professional. But in the states where they aren't licensed, then that would not be shareable. Right. Use another example of uh, maternity. So a lot of folks like to use midwives and that, of course, is shareable because midwives are licensed or regulated everywhere. Uh, and uh, they can, of course, go to an OBGYN if they choose to. But doulas, who are more companion care in maternity, are not licensed or certified anywhere. So that would not be shareable. Gotcha. Okay. Did, did that help okay. explain it to you, Rick? Yeah, that's great. That's kind of what I wanted to dig into just in a little bit more detail than we got in the last time. So that, that's awesome. I appreciate you taking the time, Mike, to, to answer our questions. And mm-hmm. um, and also medications as well. I would imagine anytime you have an incident, then you, you it's, it's it's about sharing your own burdens too, though, right? Because most of these, you pick your level. It's cheaper if you. I think it's a thousand dollar of an incident, right? But if you like get sick right. with something serious, and there's twenty visits over five years, it would cover it all. And you can use the type of medicines you want versus what the cabal. I mean, what 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 the what the what I call the medical cartel force you to use. Is right. that correct? That's correct, Rick. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and as you mentioned, we have different budgeting programs uh, because our our premise is we everybody should carry their own load that they can carry, mm-hmm. but a burden that they can't is what the body of Christ should pick up. But a burden and load might be defined differently by different families. Mm-hmm. So we have different budgeting plans for folks, and the ones that's most popular is that one forty nine, two forty nine, three forty nine, mm-hmm. and in that one, the load that they would be carrying is a thousand dollars. Per event, an event. It's it's kind of tough to define. Try to find the right word for that event. Of course, the treatment, 
but using an example, if you go to your doctor, the doctor um, visit itself is you know 150 or so, so that's not shareable under that example. Um, he says, you know, there's something concerning me. I want to run a blood test. Now you're up to about 800, 900 if it's a you know full right. um, blood test, and that concerns him more. And he says, I want you to go for an MRI. So now you're in the three to four or five thousand range. Right. Of course, everything above a thousand is is shareable. And then we have no annual limit, no per event limit, no lifetime limit for it within any of our budgeting programs. Mm -hmm. So everything from then on for however many years or weeks that it takes to take care of it is shareable. And like you mentioned, we have different programs and the lower your personal responsibility per event is. So they go from 300, I think 500 and then a thousand. So the, the less that you pay on that, the, the more that you would do monthly, mm -hmm. which is why about 70% of our folks choose the 1000 per event or personal expense per event. And then the 149, 249, 349, it just seems to make sense for most folks. Yeah. And compared to most insurance, if you really go, uh, if you do it on your own versus your company, even companies now are pushing off that to their employees a lot and are paying, um, for a family of three, well, well above, uh, uh, $2,000 sometimes, right? And so I don't know. Right. We're, we're about 80% less than the average uh, family cost of insurance across the nation. Mm -hmm. Right. And again, so so we have people here from Canada and Sweden and Finland on. So um, uh, how, what percentage of your people are now oh, not in America? Is that starting to grow? Not No, not very many that are residents outside of the U.S. Mm -hmm. We have fair number of people that travel frequently. Mm -hmm. uh, and what a lot of people don't know is if, if you're on the health exchange, you know, the, the Obama health exchange or insurance or Medicare or Medicaid, it won't pay for your care overseas if you want to have care over there. It might pay, maybe it would pay for repatriation coming back here, but it wouldn't let you have that choice. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, we do. Um, so whether if a person wants to have their private care in a lot of the nations that are socialist uh, and have socialized medicine, they can choose that private care and through by sharing with us. Um, if they want to come here, have a care there, whatever. Again, it's medical freedom, financial freedom, religious freedom that we try to give them the best options that they have and allow them to be making the choices. I mean, it's, it's that, uh, what is it, 2 Corinthians 3.17? Where the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So we want people to have as much freedom, as much liberty as they can in their financial areas, their medical areas, and their, their um, spiritual or religious areas. All right. All right. So that's, that's exactly what I just wanted to get out. So thank you so much for taking the time. And so to find this, guys, you go to sharehealthcare.com slash rickb2t. The link is right down below. I just really believe in this, and that's why I decided I, I, I they didn't even contact me. I contacted them, say, "Hey, I want to be an influencer because I, I know that this is a this is this is significant and something that we need to change, especially after learning what the what the insurance companies are doing and how they're involved in this." So, so Mike, any other last comments about why, why people should consider uh, share healthcare? We've allowed our freedom muscles to become atrophied. Mm -hmm. We were more like Lot and going for comfort and convenience. Mm -hmm. Cause that's why he chose going on the, the good plains rather than going up in the mountains like Abraham did. 
So we've allowed our freedom muscles to atrophy. And when you have a muscles atrophy, it takes a little uh, exercising to begin building them back up again. Share healthcare is one way that a family, an individual or a small business can begin exercising those muscles again. And when you have a little bit of taste of freedom, you're gonna want more. When you see that you can exercise freedom in a way that you thought before was only full of oppression and, and dictatorial statements to you, and you see, well, it works, then you're going to be looking for ways to do it more. So again, we don't want just members of Share Healthcare. We want to create a movement. So thanks, Rick, for giving, letting us have an opportunity and a chance to put that message out. That sounds awesome. All right, there's links down below as well. So again, shareherealthcare.com slash rickb2t. God bless you guys. And when you go, if you do decide to sign up, again, rickb2t, not just b2t, but rickb2t is the code. Love you guys and appreciate it, Mike. Thank you. All right. I want to dig into now to uh, Amanda's prophetic word. She had a really cool word on April 7th that I haven't been able to get to yet. And you can see right here, it's relatively long, so we'll get through as much as we can, but, I, cause, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to point to some of the areas where it actually just oozes Scripture. That's why I love it when God's using His true prophets. You know, it'll, it points to Scripture everywhere, right? Um, and so let's just look at her word from April 7th. It says, Praise to the Lord of hosts, the King of glory, holy and perfect in, as he in all of his ways, the earth of his footstool, the earth cries out to its creator. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And the Spirit of the Lord says this day, I am hovering over the earth in this hour. The presence of the Elohim is hovering over the earth. It is moving. Although it may appear that chaos is ruling this hour, it is a sign that the presence of the Lord and his might is on the move and it is stirring up the depths of the kingdom of darkness to prematurely act, says the Lord. And that's exactly what we see right now, right? He's trying to accelerate the timeline, right? To bring in the tribulation before it's time. And he's denied that timeline. <laughs> Thus says the Lord, the scales of justice Oh, how they have attempted to add false weight to tip the scales, says the Lord. They have attempted with every breath to manipulate the scales of justice. However, says the Lord, they cannot and will not touch my scales for justice, for I am the righteous judge, high and lifted up. I speak, and it is, and they shall see that in this season, as their version of justice has flipped on them, as they find themselves entangled in scales of their own making. Sticky scales, says the Lord, scales that are attached to shoal in the darkness. It shall consume them for daring to manipulate and propitiate what should not be. Boy, are we seeing that now. I'm gonna turn on a little bit of uh, background music. Let me know if that's uh, still okay with people. And um, with that, I may also go to my Zoom and make sure that I'm sharing the sound there. If I do it too early, it kind of messes things up, but we'll just get them, the, 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 all the backstage people ready here too with this share screen and go to advanced and share just computer audio. You can do that, by the way, on Zoom. It's a really nice feature. All right. So now we're going to get into some scripture, heavy scriptural stuff that this jumps into. And says the Lord of hosts, a fraction of the Justice Department for having too far reaching matters that were not theirs to touch, a fracturing and splitting open. Let's Please keep uh, muted there, guys. Wow, was that the same noise? All right, here we go. Um, 
a fracturing splitting open of the department as they offer up the hollow puppets to save themselves. However, the trap they have have set on the scales in this season will snap back at them and the, the long arm shall be caught in this trap and there will be no way to break free or unlink themselves from what they have so wickedly done. It's interesting if you just compare the way God's using Julie Green versus um, Amanda. You see, he uses Amanda in a little bit more of a parable fashion, uh, but clearly showing the days of Haman are here, right? Everything's gonna flip back onto them. It's gonna snap back on them, and it's gonna be this long arm, which means that they, they're they throwing people that, that's go, that out that are going to be um, fall fall people, but it's gonna come back all the way to all the way to the Illuminati, all the way back to the George Soros, all the way back to the the very people that are trying to protect themselves by giving up others, right? Even even Biden's a puppet, right? And they're gonna give him up as they're trying to save others, and it's just not gonna work for him. Wicked servants, says the Lord, wicked servants. You were supposed to represent justice on the earth as fair justice, a justice that brings right standing. However, you have made justice a poison arrow and pointed it at those who will not corrode themselves in the systems you have created. In this season, your system shall be unraveled, holding justice hostage instead of carrying it out for you cater to the deranged, the mindless, the soulless, and the gutless. And that is who you have chosen to feed and pay to protest and fan the flames of your corroded justice. Payments right out of the Justice Department to groups, to individuals, to make a lot of noise, a microscope so shall be put on this. This is the season, and the coin of tender shall be revealed. Obviously, obviously showing that finally this Justice Department is going to be completely exposed for who they really are. Thus says the Lord, they have attempted to curse the covenant. They have attempted to find the covenant of this nation guilty. They have attempted to curse the armies of the living God. Goliath attacked the covenant. Absalom attacked the covenant. Sennacherib, who was the Assyrian um, king, attacked the covenant. Donkeys and elephants and chains gangs attacked the covenant. Those who serve the God of perversion, the false God ancient in the modern day have attacked the covenant. And for daring to touch what is sacred to God, for daring to harm the sacred things of God, they are bringing heaping coals of destruction on themselves. And this is what I'm going to dig into a little bit in the Bible study we'll get to in a second. It's just a little bit of how Goliath did that. He basically uh, attempted to curse the armies of the living God. How Absalom did that and how this Assyrian king did that as well. We'll dig into that in Scripture uh, before we jump into praise and prayer. I, the Lord, expect the body, the body of Christ, soldiers in the army of the living God, to take up the yoke of authority of the believer, the power and authority. For behold, I have given unto you power and authority. And to stand up and say, enough! How dare they curse the armies of the living God! If you are not battling flesh and blood, the weapons of your warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to put down and destruction the strongholds. If part of the body chooses to remain numb in a slumber, and I'm gonna back up guys a little bit. This is literally, this paragraph here, it confirms a lot of what Julie is saying as number one. Number two, it's filled with scripture. 
uh, all with infusions about about this battle is not just flesh and blood, and, and also into several other pieces of scripture we'll get into in a second. But this is a warning to anybody that's not fully committing themselves to God right now and uh, really continuing to fight for your faith and staying and hold on to the kingdom that can't be shaken. He's not going to, this whole numb, um, not, he's going to spit you out if you are not completely f focused on him. I'm going to back up and let this, this paragraph is a warning to anybody who's not fully coming to him right now. That's what he's begging us to do through multiple prophets. I, the Lord, expect the body, that's you, if you love Christ, you are part of the body of Christ, the body of Christ, soldiers in the army of the living God, to take up the yoke of authority of the believer. This is cool. When you give a, the yoke, like a, like a yoke of horse, or you, 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 um, and, and, and that, that yoke is going to give you power of the authority of the believer, because you're basically just listening to God and saying, God, what do you want me to do? And that power of authority, for behold, I have given unto you power and authority, and to stand up and say, enough, how dare they curse the armies of the living God, just like David did before he slew Goliath. For you are not battling flesh and blood. The weapons of your warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down and destruction of strongholds, all scripture. If part of the body chooses to remain numb in a slumber that's unattached from such and take up authority in me, the Lord your God, for those who remain numb in this hour will fall. For they will not be able to fill or even go the narrow way that is ordained. For they have chosen the broad path, the inclusive path. They have created a pig pen, says the Lord, a pig pen of refuge and mud and filth and noise. It does not matter how good something looks on the outside, says the Lord. The quality of the fruit is what matters. And the stents of rotten fruit shall weigh heavily upon the church. Rotten orchards, says the Lord. You shall see rotten orchards. Invasion of worms and crankworms and locusts for the fruit is rotting. And the stench shall become so great in this hour. Even those who have become accustomed to it will turn. This is a huge warning to individual Christians as well as these sleeping churches who are in 501c3s and are letting the Johnson Amendment keep them from attacking uh, and, and using their authority to call down this pure evil that's hit our land or our lands. Huge warning. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, there's an attempt in Israel and its brother America to break up and destroy good roots I, the Lord, have put down. Leadership I, the Lord, have put in place and moving into place. There is an attempt by the prophets of the ancient destroyers to speak forth alluring words that are toxic in nature, like a minced upon the people and those weak in the soul have ingested it and poisoning their systems. He's talking about, he's put in Benjamin Netanyahu and you have Noah Harari, Yuval Noah Harari, this false prophet, from, from Israel, leading rebellions or helping lead rebellions and all working with the Mossad, the evil parts of the Mossad, these little Luciferian people that want Benjamin out. God is calling them out right now. Benjamin, son of my right hand, you are about to get reinforcements, says the Lord. Continue to stand. Do not be moved by the threats from the crowd, by Noahs who are shooting arrows haphazardly in the dark. By demands that everyone should do what through wilt. 
do what thou, thou, thou wilt. For as Korah rose up against Moses in a rebellion, thinking he had a better way for the people, a better way than Almighty God, I laugh at the wicked, and I laugh at these bodies of clay and dust who think they have a better way, and that rebellion shall be, shall and will be put down, for they are advancing agendas before their time. And I, the Lord, shall by force knock them out of joint and blow them back into the dark caves they so chose to dwell in. And there's a quite a bit more here in this prophetic word that we'll try to get to at a later time. But powerful stuff. Uh, Amanda's words can be, can, can be covered over three shows. <laughs> um, but powerful stuff in there. But I wanted to jump into some scripture that she's already touched on, right? So let's just touch a little bit on um, 1 Samuel where you have um, David and Goliath, right? Uh, many of you have heard this story, but I want to revisit a little bit and just really think about how this applies to us today, right? This is what this cabal is doing. They, they are literally doing what Goliath was doing, right? And uh, But there's also some good parallels here into people that are in the remnant trying to do what's best for God, following God, and, and, and other Christians are shooting at them. It's a big problem we have now, and we had that here too. Now Saul, and they had all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah fighting the Philistines. And David rose early in the morning and left the sheep, and, and this is a 1 Samuel 17, by the way, with a keeper and took the provisions and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the encampment at the host and was going out to battle line, shouting a war cry. And Israel and the Philistines drew up for battle army against army. And David left the things in charge of the keeper of the baggage and ran to the ranks and went and greeted his brothers. So he's doing exactly what his dad told him to do. And he talked with them. Behold, the champion of the Philistines, Gath, Goliath by name, came up out of the ranks of the Philistines and spoke the same words as before. And David heard him. And the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were much afraid. And the men of Israel said, have you seen this man who has come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel, and the king will enrich the man who kills him with great riches, and will give him his daughter to make of his father's house free in Israel. And David said to the men who stood by him, What shall be done for the man who kills the Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine? And he should defy the armies of the living God. That's right what... Amanda's prophetic word was talking about right there. Because what we're saying right now, right now we see the Justice Department defying the armies of the living God right now. And the peoples answered him in the same way, so shall it be done to the man who kills him. Now Eliab, his oldest brother, this is another Christian, basically, and I'm paralleling it today. This is a Jewish person, obviously, that was on the side of God. And here he is, actually criticizing David, the one who's going to save them. Right? We see that all the time. People shooting at Trump. See people shooting at each other. Shooting at Julie Green. Shooting at the prophets. Shooting at this show. Happens all the time. Now, Eliab, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, Why have you come down? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your presumption and the evil of your heart. For you have come down to see the battle. And David said, what have I done now? Was it not but, I, but a word? And he turned away from and toward another 
and spoke in the same way, and the people answered him again as before. Thought it was interesting. Well, David just turned away from his brother, <laughs> basically said a couple quick words and moved on, right? Instead of attacking his brother, instead of getting really pissed at his brother, uh, he just, and this is what I think we need to do. We need to, all these people that are shooting arrows at us, you just, you just you, we focus on the enemy and not each other. When the words of David spoke were heard, they repeated them before Saul and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight this Philistine. And Saul said to David, you're, you are not able to go against the Philistine to fight with him for you are a youth and you have been a man of war from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep sheep for his father. And when there came a lion or a bear and took a lamb from the flock, I went after him and struck him and delivered him out of his mouth. This is how God prepares us sometimes with, with things that aren't always related, but he was preparing David for this moment in time. And if the rose against me, I caught him by his beard and struck him and killed him. Your servant has struck down both lions and bears, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be like one of them. And he has defiled the armies of the living God. This is what God's looking for. He's looking for you to have this same attitude that David had. And David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord will be with you. I think, you know, he tried to put him in his armor. It was too much. I'm going to skip down here. And, and, and we, we know that uh, what David did, is he, he basically just got five smooth stones, right? Then he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones from the brook and put them in his shepherd's pouch. His sling was in his hand, and he approached the Philistine. And the Philistine moved forward and came to David, and, and with his shield bearer in front of him. <laughs> so his huge guys got all this armor and a shield bearer. And when the Philistine looked at and saw David, he disdained him, for he was a youth, ruddy and handsome in appearance. And Philistine said to David, "Am I a dog that you should come to me with sticks?" And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and to the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you down and cut off your head. And I will give you dead bodies of the host of the Philistines this day to the birds of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth. And all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel and that all this assembly may know that Lord, the Lord saves not this with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hand. When the Philistine arose, when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet the Philistine. And, and David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone and slung it and struck the Philistine on his forehead. The stone sunk into his forehead and fell on his face to the ground. And you'll see the armor they had had little ridges in there. So God just amazingly directed that. So we, have, we don't have to direct the stone. We just have to have confidence and throw the stone. So, and that's, that's, that, that's the authority of the believer that he's asking us to do right now. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. There was no sword in the hand of David. Then David ran and stood over the still Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of the sheath and killed him and cut off his head with it. When the Philistines saw that the, their champion was dead, they fled. 
And the men of Israel of Judah rose with a shout and pursued the Philistines as far as Gath, the gates of Ekron. And so the wounded Philistines fell on the way from Sharem as far as Gath and Ekron. And the people of Israel came back from chasing the Philistines and they plundered their camp. And David took the head of the Philistine and brought to Jerusalem. But he put his armor in his tent. And so this goes on a little bit more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just move on because I want to just come coming back to some of what she said, right? Uh, what this awesome word of the Lord talked about. Um, it's just amazing where he's expecting us to, 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 to wake up and start doing things, right? So so I just think it's really important, guys. Let me see if I can find uh, where he talked about um, Goliath. Oh, there it is right here. So again... He, he, Goliath attacked the covenant, right? We see Absalom did that too. I'm not going to have time to go over this, but you'll see Absalom ended up being killed because he was going against the covenant. He's trying to kill David, his own father, right, to take over the kingdom. And uh, he ended up dying in a pretty shameful way, which was interesting. Um, and, 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 and you'll see uh, just the, the fact that that's 2 Samuel 18, you'll see that story. And I've already taught a little bit on the, the next part of this that she talks about, where she talks about Sennacherib, the Assyrian king who was coming after. Uh, I wanted to kind of spend a little bit of time on this because it says, again, so he invades Judah. He already took over the northern kingdom, all of Israel. Now he's trying to take over Judah. And the biggest difference is you had now a king that was honoring God. And this is what we need to be doing. If we are honoring him, we will have the authority of the believer and we will do many, many things. So here it says, after these things, these acts of faithfulness, I am going to make one adjustment. Somebody just told me that that music's louder than normal. I think I did change something from last night when I had Mary on. So let me just alter that quickly. I'm going to advance audio properties. I took the desktop audio that turned up way up so that we could hear Mary when she was talking really soft last night. Don't miss that, by the way. Mary was prophesying over backstagers. She had prophesied over the blessed ministry. She prophesied um, over the people listening. So last night's show was amazing. So after these things and these acts of faithfulness, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came and invaded Judah and encamped against the fortified cities, thinking to win them for himself. So he took over northern Israel, I'm taking over southern Israel. And when Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib had come and intended to fight against Jerusalem, he planned with his officers and his mighty men to stop the water and the springs that were outside the city, and they helped him. So this is a brilliant move. Many people look at this as one of the most brilliant war moves where instead of having them come and be able to drink water, they, they, made, they did some pretty amazing engineering feats that have been archaeological found by now. A great many people were gathered and they stopped with all the springs and the brooks that flowed through the land saying, why should the king of Assyria come and find much water? He set to work resolutely and built up all the wall that was broken down and raised towers upon it and outside it built another wall and he strengthened the milo in the city, the millow in the city of David. He also made weapons and shields and abundance and he set combat commanders over the people and gathered them together in him in the square at the gate of the city and spoke encouragingly to them saying, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or dismayed before the king of Assyria and all the horde is with him for there are more with us than with him. 
With him is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help and fight our battles. And the people took confidence from the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. And he had done almost everything faithfully before this. Even though he did all this preparation, the real key was this. He trusted the Lord God Almighty. So we have to be active. We have to prepare. We have to make sure we're doing, not doing silly things, right? But we need to make sure we understand the battle is not against flesh and blood. Um, that is really key here. In fact, a couple other things that she mentioned. I just wanted to... Uh, before we jump into praise and prayer in Ephesians 6 12 says for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against the rulers against authorities against the cosmic powers over the present darkness against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms clearly in the heavenly realms right there this is a spiritual war not just a flesh and blood guys this is right now and this is when he's warning us not to be lukewarm we need to come on board heavily be in his word like never before Spend time with him like never before. Praise him and pray to him like never before, like we're about ready to do with this beautiful music. This is the time to fight. Um, we see here um, in 2 Corinthians 10, 4, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds. That was in her word as well, in Amanda's word that we just... We did, we just uh, uh, that's, that's very important to understand how important this fight is as he ex he expects us to to really fight right so i'm not sure if i can find that real quick so this is such a long word but the whole point is these are key scriptures that were in amanda's words in the in the esv that says for the weapons of our warfare are not in the flesh but have divine power to destroy strongholds so if you want to destroy this cabal you want to destroy this tyranny that's happening to us what do we do? Do we use our weapons of warfare that are our uh, flesh? No, we use the divine power and authority He's given us. That divine authority is what He is, is what they said. Um, Jesus said in John fourteen twelve that we will do the works that He does. But we have to have faith, we have to understand that authority. We need to learn how to pray. That's what we're going to do in this ministry. That's what this new class I'm rolling out on May first is going to do. It's going to teach you to use the authority on Christ as we fight this battle exciting stuff uh, that we're about ready to embark on. With that, I'm 10 minutes. Is that uh, where uh, the uh, guys yeah. in the Bible about? Yeah, yeah. let's, uh, let's, uh, let's keep, keep muted, guys. So we'll have certain times we, uh, we will, uh, but we're 10 minutes late and I need to get into praise and prayer. So let's tack that right now. Um, I tell you what, it's exciting. This is one of my favorite things to do. Let's take this beautiful music and just make sure we're attached to scripture. If anybody wants to read the scripture, that would be awesome. Um, when we also have word and worship, but we'll have Q and A afterwards as well on Fridays and Sundays. Um, let's let's open this up right now to really just get our hearts right before the Lord and just do what this says. It says, "Hold on to the kingdom that can't be shaken." Part of that is praising Him and praying to Him, right? And uh, there's a beautiful song called Bless the Lord, O My Soul. Some people call this 10,000 Reasons. Um, but this is uh, four different parts of the song we're emphasizing that really point to Scripture. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, I worship your holy name. Psalm 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Nahum 1.3, You are rich in love and slow to anger. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power. 
That's why we need him. We need to use that authority of the believer. Your name is great, Jeremiah 10.6. There's none like you, O Lord. You are great and your name is great in might. And what are we supposed to do when we're praising worship? We're going to sing like never before, O my soul. Worship his holy name. Psalm 30-4 says, Sing praises to the Lord, O you saints, and give thanks to his holy name. All right, and that is what we're going to be doing right now as we just sing this beautiful song of Bless the Lord, O my soul. We have 10,000 reasons to do that. Bless the Lord, O my soul.
checking the audio settings it looks like it's good for zoom um, this is another beautiful song our God is greater is stronger is higher than any other this whole song about our God it reminds me of Psalm 135 5 which says for I know that the Lord is great and that our Lord is above all gods Psalm 139 4 and 5 says God is higher than anything and anyone outshining everything you can see in the skies you can compare, who can compare with God? Obviously nothing. All right, then number two says, if our God is for us, then who can ever stop us? What can stand against us? This is Romans 8, 31. If God is for us, who can be against us? <laughs> Water you turned into wine, open the eyes of the blind. John 10, 38, Jesus did so much. He says, even though you do not believe me, Believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. And there's no one like you, none like you. Psalm 86, 8 says, There is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. Join us backstage here as we're worshiping. Just go to blessedteach.com. It's absolutely free now, the pay forward motto. We'd love you to be back here. Go to blessedteach.com, hit the backstage tab. And let's just worship right now to our God.
How beautiful. We're gonna get the praise reports after this song. So if you have a praise report backstage, we'd love to hear it live. We'd love to, if you can type it onto Facebook or also into Rumble, I'll get to it that way as well. We're talking about holy is the Lord God Almighty. The earth is filled with his glory. Isaiah 6, 3 says, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And Revelation says, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Second verse that we emphasize in this song is for the Lord, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. How great, how awesome is he. And Nehemiah 8.10 says, and do not be grieved for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And Psalm 47.2 says, for the Lord most high is awesome. He is great king over all the earth. <laughs> We're just celebrating this God. And together we sing, everyone sing, right? I love that. And Psalm 96 says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. So all of us are supposed to be singing anyway. So this is a great way to do that. And Ephesians 5, 19 says, Addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. So let's sing and make melody to the Lord with our heart right now. That's what this is all about. Again, we're singing all these psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Do that with gratefulness. Do that with love of your heart. Let's sing, Holy is the Lord. We stand and lift up our hands For the joy of the Lord is our strength We bow down and worship Him now How great, how awesome is He and together we sing Holy is the Lord God Almighty The earth is filled with His glory Holy is the Lord God Almighty The earth is filled with His glory
love how she adds the lion <laughs> sound. Yeah, and uh, what she does as a videographer is just so awesome. Yeah, if you've got some of your favorite songs that are deep worship songs where you would listen to them over and over again, let us know what songs those are. And uh, we're starting to add the new songs. We'll be adding them on a regular basis. We've got almost 20 now and we'll get up to 30 here shortly um, so that we can have different worship type services on, ongoing. We're going to dig into some praise reports right now. So if there's something God's doing amazing in your life, let us know whether it's on Facebook or Rumble, or it's on Backstage here. Again, Backstage is free. Just go to blessedteach.com, go to Backstage. That's completely a pay-forward model, just like The Chosen. We want everybody to be back here, uh, come here for free, and uh, participate in all these great things. Praise and prayer, word and worship, Q&A with these great patriots. You got the tools to do to, um, video research on all the prophecies. Um, all these different events that we have um, after the shows. I think you'll really enjoy it. I'd love to have you as part of this ministry. All right, uh, Teresa, go ahead and let us know a little bit about what's going on with you. Thank you. As she unmutes here. <laughs> you get her unleaded? Looks like you're unmuted. I can't, but we can't hear you, Teresa. Your audio not working tonight. Oh, Rick, I'm having trouble hearing you. Uh, really? Yeah, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I think it's working on stage. I'll, I'll unpl unplug and plug my microphone again. But go ahead, Teresa. Is it working? Oh, now I hear you. Okay, go ahead. I couldn't hear you. I couldn't hear you at first. Okay, go um, ahead. I, I told you a little bit about this. There are, I started out with three children coming to my house that I was helping and talking to them about the fruits of the Spirit and teaching them all about the different fruits of the Spirit and giving them a piece of fruit every time they learned them. And now I've got nine children and one of the children came to me all excited on Sunday and said she had just gotten baptized. And so I was so wow. excited because she got baptized. That is just exciting. That is just exciting. And then there's a little Arab boy, please pray for him, because he's asking about the Messiah. Mm -hmm. And Allah about the Messiah. I told the Allah, our God, I consider the same God, and that there was only one true God of Isaac. <laughs> so I told him. And then he said, oh, well, the Messiah was his son, and I said, yes. Did he really die on the cross? I said yes. And he went and he died and he came back. And he's coming back again. He said, I like him. <laughs> so Amen. He's reading his Bible, but he says he has to hide it. So please pray for him because he doesn't want to get beaten for having a Bible. Wow. And so I told him he can read it here anytime he wants to. Yeah, so please yeah. pray for him. Now we got a lot of prayer warriors. I don't warriors. want to say it, but I don't want anybody to find out about him. Yeah. Get, you know. That's, a, that's awesome. But they're so sweet, and I love these kids, and they're wonderful. Now some of the moms and dads are coming, too. I need a bigger house. <laughs> anyway, I love you guys. Thank you for praying. And it's making a prophecy come true because Mary, when she was here the last time, this time, not this time, but the time before, said that this was going to happen with the children. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm excited. That is so cool. And we've been praying for him as well. So that kind of is just yes. so exciting. Um, guys, that's just, that's just what part of this mystery is about is just uh, people uh, coming together and praying and, and being active locally, right? And you can just see what Teresa's doing there with these young kids in her life. Um, she's in a wheelchair and then they're coming up to her. And um, uh, But we've had some major progress in, her, in Teresa's being able to... Um, oh, I can walk. I can walk a 12th of a mile around the track now. And I can do six miles on the new step. Woo! <laughs> and that's all been in the last a couple of years, right? Since you, since you've been praising with us, months like uh, the last six months. Last or so. six months, it's what an incredible testimony. I just love that. God is so good. God is also so very very good. Yes. Amen. We thank you for being on here, Teresa. You're always a light. Always having um, an awesome um, testimony of some sort. Uh, it's just so exciting to see people that are worshiping the lord and uh as we pray for them it's amazing things are happening if anybody else has anything they want to they want to ken mccallister saying sending prayers for all those who are experiencing flooding in florida i guess there's some flooding in florida that we're going to come into a bunch of area where we get into praying for you specifically so if you have that let me know um alex jones exposes the cia secret control of the trans agenda world war three he predicted in it 17 years ago interesting I'm just looking to see if there's any other praise reports out there. Praise God for that testimony, said Treasure Within Earth M on Rumble. Thank you so much. That is awesome. And that, I uh, just love the interaction. So go ahead and let us know what you need prayer for. This is the time that we dig into that as well. I love it. So, so I guess everybody's saying that uh, from backstage, the sound is awesome on Rumble. Um, I just reset my microphone again. Hopefully Zoom fixed that. But uh, let's dig into another song here. And this is, we just sang Holy is the Lord. Uh, sometimes we go through hard time and we just don't understand that God's grace is enough, right? That's what this song is about. Um, I thought they did a beautiful job on this song. And uh, since, since you guys are backstage are having a hard time with me, maybe somebody else would want to read. Um, let me know. We can do that as well. Um, your grace is enough. My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness, says Corinthians 12, 9. And great is your faithfulness. You lead us by still water. Sometimes he's doing things we don't even know. And so, and since, Di, would you mind just kind of taking on number two on since uh, backstages are having a little hard time on my audio? Yes, Joe. Great is your faithfulness. You lead us by still waters. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Lamentations 3.23 He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Psalm 23.2 Remember your people. Remember your promise. Remember your promise to me. It is my only hope. Your promise revives me. It comforts me in all my troubles. Psalm 119, verses 49 to 50. Great is your love and justice, God. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Psalm 57, verse 10. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all those 
who waits for him. Isaiah 30, 18b. Awesome. And so right that, we're going to dig into Your Grace is Enough.
die. Not sure if you're still there. If we could do one more song that's similar, this is Raise a Hallelujah, where we could do that even in a storm. We raise a hallelujah. Hallelujah, meaning a joyous praise in song. And Yah refers to Yahweh, God. Put together, we joyfully praise God in song. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Psalm 95, verse 1. In the presence of our enemies, you prepare a table before me in the presence of, of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Psalm 23, verse 5. Our weapon is a melody. He appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the army. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men who had come against Judah, so that they were rooted. They all helped to destroy one another. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verses 21-23 Heaven comes to fight for me. You should not fear him, it is the Lord your God who fights for you. Can you scroll up a little bit, please? Can you stop? Yes. That's it. Yes. Do me three twenty-two. That's that. We can't. I can't move it up and down. <laughs> but thank you so much. Uh, heaven comes to fight for me. You shall not fear them. For it is the Lord your God who fights for you. Deuteronomy three twenty-two. Awesome. That's worship to the Lord God Almighty here, knowing that we raise a hallelujah. Good times and bad times. I raise a hallelujah.
All right. And we are going to move to uh, some prayer. I know we have, um, what do we have here? Several requests. I wanted to pray for the young boy that's worked with Teresa. So I'll just uh, pick people have their screen on. If you don't want, if you're on backstage and have your screen on and don't want to pray, just text me. You can keep your screen on. Or somebody that has their screen off and wants to pray, let me know, right? So I just want to pick some prayer warriors. And um, so, so I don't know if Kathy, maybe you can start. Would you mind praying for Teresa's a young Muslim boy? Mm. You probably okay, heard. what's his name? I think I don't think she wanted to say it because she didn't want him to. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, God knows who he is. Yes. And so, Father, we just lift up this young boy to you, Lord. You know, in his heart, he loves you. And we just thank you, Father, that he is following after you. And we just ask you to just surround him and guard him with your angels. Keep him safe. Continue to put in his heart the hunger for the word of God and for the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, hopefully and Hopefully you will allow his parents to become saved so it won't be hard on him anymore that he will be able to share that with them and, and they will be in love with Jesus too. So we just thank you for the work that Teresa's doing and, and that work will continue to multiply out, Lord. So just continue to bless her, continue to bless the boy. And we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for and that. And I forgot to say, I forgot to tell his location. I asked me if I would keep for a few hours. And she likes me. So I'm hoping I'll be able to reach her as well. That's awesome. You have a lot of children you're working with. It's just beautiful. Nine right now. <laughs> All right. That is great. Then they're coming to your house and asking you questions. I just love that. I love that. And um, we have. Yeah, you're cutting out really bad right now, Teresa. I don't know if uh, you're. Hopefully, it's not. Uh, at least for, at least for me. Um, sound is good on Rumble, says Horton. So that's good. And it looks like sounds good on Facebook as well. That's good. And I think we fixed anything on Zoom. So that's awesome. We have a Horton seven, 1967 on um, Rumble Rants. So sadly, my mom has stage three cancer. It's bad enough for chemo. Please pray, pray for Evelyn. So I'm trying. Um, so um, Annette, would you pray for? Would you mind praying for Evelyn, who has stage four, stage three cancer? Yes, I surely will. Mm -hmm. Dear, dear Heavenly Father, this is so sad to hear, but we know that in Your Son's name, Jesus Christ that is above every other names, every other names. Jesus, your name is the highest, powerful, the most powerful of all. And you took all the, the diseased, diseases on your body at the cross. You took it, Jesus. You took that cancer for Evelyn. And we ask you now, Jesus, show her, show her your mighty power that you gave her on the cross. 
We know that this cancer has no power, no power at all, because of you, Jesus, all because of you. We are here to worship you. We worship you. We praise you. We know what you have done at the cross for everybody. And we, we just want you to, to heal this in, in Evelyn. Heal this sickness from her. Go in and just break it. Crush it. Just let it just vanish. And whatever the doctors need to do, help them to do the best work they can do for her. Thank Let you, the, the most absolutely best solutions for this woman, Father God, because we know that you want to bless her because of Jesus. Show her how much you love her and crush that sickness. It has no right to be there in the mighty name of Jesus, Thank precious you, Jesus, amen. Thank you, Lord. All right, we have um, Kathy um, needs need some prayer here. So Pam, would you lift this up? Um, pray for refreshing sleep. I feel like something is hindering me and keeping me awake. Pray for Kathy's sleep, um, Pam. There she goes. Dear Father God, in Jesus' name, we come to you and we thank you and we praise you. We ask you, Lord, to give some relief to Kathy. Give her some refreshing sleep. Give her a whole refreshing of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse her and heal her and give her rest and peace. In your mighty name, Jesus, and all the glory and honor and praise go to you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Amen. 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 And Charlotte, I was going to ask you to pray. I don't know if you know Paula, who comes back here quite a bit. It's a huge, uh, um, wonderful uh, volunteer for this ministry as well. Um, her husband, Bruce, um, is not doing well at all. Back in the hospital for a second time on the respirator, and they're telling them there's nothing they can do. So they're having family coming and saying goodbye, but we want to pray for a miracle. Um, yes. If you wouldn't mind lifting that up, Charlotte, we really appreciate yes. it. Yes, yes, Father God, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, that you are still the God of miracles. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. So we lift up Bruce to your tender, loving care, knowing that you care for him and for all, for his wife, for their children. Father God, we just ask that you would reach down and touch Bruce and give the miracle that they are looking for in Jesus' mighty name. We give you thanks and praise and all the glory be yours in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, anybody else has prayer requests, get those in. We're going to praise a little bit more here as we just continue to lift up this. We're going to talk about shouting to the Lord now. Let me know how my sound is doing uh, on Zoom. I know it's doing good on the other ears. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. This is Psalm 47.1. Clap your hands, all people. Shout to God with loud songs of joy. That's what we're going to be doing right now. 
This song talks about mountains bow down and the seas will roar at the sound of your name. That beautiful Psalm 66 forces that just that. All the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name. And then Philippians 2.12 says, So that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. That's how powerful this Lord is. My comfort, my shelter, Psalm 91.1 says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. (laughs) Love that. Tower of refuge and strength. That's what he is for us. Psalm 61.2 says, Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. So I pray that as you look at this beautiful video of these songs and you sing these lyrics, down below you'll see the scripture come up that's applicable to that lyric in that scripture. We want to make sure you're just, your heart is attaching scripture as you sing the glory of the God right now. So let's do that as we shout to the Lord. Shout to the Lord God Almighty, this one who is the heaven and King Kings and the Lord of Lords. Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there is none like you, all of my days, I want to praise the wonders of your mighty love, my comfort, Yeah.
Whew. All right, we're going to be taking some time from some more prayer requests here in a bit, but we're going to dig into one more song before that. So get your prayer requests in. We're going to be praying for other things as well. Blessed be your name. This, this song, Psalm 113, 2 and 3 says, Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. That's what we're doing right now. Second line in this song that we emphasize in is, When I'm found in a desert place, though I walk through the wilderness, blessed be your name. 1 Peter 4.13 says, But rejoice that you share in the suffering of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed at the revelation of his glory. The third lyric that we're going to emphasize is, you give and take away. Right out of Job. Remember how the, how Job suffered so much. It says, the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin or charge God with wrong. And fourth, it says, when the darkness closes in. Psalm 23, 4 says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear nor evil for you are with me. So notice as you sing this song, how the, the scriptures are down below. Just worship him as we sing. And then we're gonna get the prayer request. So get your prayer request in. Dog. 
So we're gonna move into one prayer here request that we have, and that was, uh, Paul, would you mind praying for Linda's prayer that's on backstage there, if you can see that. Uh, you want me to read that? I don't know if you've seen that. It says, uh, keep, Where, where's Linda's prayer? It's my old son. Yeah. He's there you go ahead. His ear. Mm-hmm. I had him type it because he's the only one knows how he's feeling. I had him type it out. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> Like, I don't know how he's feeling, how he's feeling that. And if I thought he'd type it on here, Good. I don't know how. All right, Paul, can you see that? I'm putting Paul on the spot here. So <laughs> You were so busy praising, I don't think you saw me text it. Sorry about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we'll get into uh, some more singing unless I see some more people fly up some uh, prayer requests. This is the time to get your prayer requests in, by, by the way. We've seen amazing things happening. Um, God's presence is here when you have two or three in his name. It talks about that, right? But he loves praise and prayer. So praising him and worshiping him. And this, uh, his presence is here and he, and he acts. So when you have time, Paul, go ahead and just unmute. And, and lift so I'm praying for Linda's uh, ear. Linda's son. That's my son's ear. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right, Lord. Uh, I just lift up Linda and her son to you tonight, Lord. There's no distance in prayer. You said the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman availeth much. Woo. Lord, we just send your anointing power to her son right now and quicken that ear. Whatever's wrong, go right to the root of the problem, Lord bring wholeness and we just believe in instant results we speak to that ear now and say made whole in jesus name amen 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 all right we do have one more prayer request on i just noticed um a couple on rumble rant site that i missed so there's one and so i'm telling you who has not prayed yet that would like to pray um i know lindell hasn't prayed yet and kevin hasn't prayed yet Oh, and Teresa hasn't prayed yet either. So we got three prayer warriors. And, uh, and so, Lyndall, maybe you can take this next one. It says, prayer request. I have been told I have stage four breast cancer. I don't receive. By the stripes, I am healed. I am not doing any treatment. I feel God will 100% heal me. I need prayers for strength. Yes, that's for sure. So this is, it, it, this isn't, she doesn't say her name. It's Stormtrooper62 on Rumble. But, uh, Lyndall, would you mind lifting her up? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, Heavenly Father, uh, we pray and lift up uh, Stormtrooper uh, to you tonight, Lord. Lord, you you say that you came that we might have life and have it abundantly, Lord. And Lord, cancer is not a part of uh, living abundantly, Lord. And Lord, we just uh, ask that your tender mercies, Lord, just rain down on Stormtrooper Lord, and, the, and uh, heal the cancer that uh, is uh, in her body, Lord. Lord, breast cancer is nothing, Lord, to you, Lord. You you made every part of us, Lord, and you're able to heal everything and set it back uh, the way it was uh, before the cancer attacked, Lord. And Lord, um, we just uh, we ask, Lord, that you just touch her, her body, Lord, in Jesus' name. 
It's by your stripes that we are healed. Thank you so much. Awesome. Awesome. Now I'm looking at um, Horton's. Um, says Bernie. So I'm going through a lot and could use strength. So uh, Kendall, would you, uh, Kevin, Kevin, would you mind lifting up? It is uh, Bernie. I'm going through a lot and could use strength. What's his problem? He just needs strength. He's going through a lot. Strength. So has didn't share the details. <laughs> Heavenly Father, be with Bernie. Uh, give him your peace, your support, your comfort, and guiding through everything that he's uh, maybe struggling with in, in his mind or elsewhere. And never leave him. The access in your name. Amen. Oh, man. Thank you so much. So cool. I think that was an Australian prayer. I love it. We've got Sweden, Australia, Canada all on here. So uh, thank you guys for for being here. Uh, Teresa, we got a request here from, says, prayer, prayer request for my friend whose right cheek is swollen and is hot to the touch. She thinks it's medication, but we don't know what it is. So this is Treasures with Heart, a heart uh, on Rumble. So we don't know the person's name, but but would you mind lifting that up, Teresa? I've, I've... Sure. Mm -hmm. Father God, we don't care what it is. Mm. We just want it to go away. <laughs> God, you know what it is, and you know it doesn't belong on him, or in him, or near him, or anywhere around him. So, Father God, I just ask to send your angels to do battle for him and take care of this. Take it off of his body. Cleanse his body from the top of his head to the sole of his feet, all the way down to his little toes and even his fingertips, Father God. I just thank you for him. I thank you that he's asking for help and that you are the one that gives the best help of anybody I know. You are the physician that knows all the answers. I tell everybody all the time, doctors just practice medicine, but you are the medicine. And we just thank you and praise you for healing this young man and giving him whatever he needs to heal him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet and everywhere in between. In Jesus' precious holy name and cover him with your precious blood. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Right. Send me, on, send me on Facebook. Debbie Ralston says, please pray for my eyesight and eyes. And uh, Linda, would you do that one? I guess we got Dave. Uh, Dave, I don't know if you haven't prayed yet. Sure. So we'll try. Sure, I'll do it. All right. If I just I pray on this, for um, this person um, about the eyesight. Debbie, yeah. I pray that, that you heal their eyes and they be 20 20 vision. Yeah, no more trouble to rise. I command it in Jesus' name. Pray, amen and amen. Awesome, awesome. Linda's become a big prayer warrior, intercessory prayer warrior. I love it. If you got some more prayer requests, let me know because we are going to a couple more songs. And we got uh, a bunch of prayer warriors backstage. I just love this. And uh, we just I thought of a prayer request. Okay, go ahead. Can you can you get this? Do you uh, know, um, Dave? Can you pray for this? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'm here now. It's uh, I had something going on at work here. Okay, That's why I had to sign off from that. No problem. Go ahead, uh, Kathy. Do you know who Space Shot Seventy Six is? No, I've I'm heard sorry. that name though. Yeah, he's a uh, he does like you do, right? Um, 
He's not quite as Christian, uh, but he, his son is in the hospital with some stomach upset problems, and he's really concerned about him and asking for prayer. So okay. just want to look at it. Eight shot, seventy-six. Eight shot, seventy-six. Okay. Father, your your name says it all. You say I am. You're whatever we need, and right now. Lord, we need a healer. Eight-shot, seventy-six son is having some real, some real stomach issues, and so I ask that you lay your hands on him, work through your physicians, but we know, however you do it, that you're mighty. You are the doctor. You are the one that created us. You know us from inside out. The doctor is here. Just go by the books. But you put us together. You knitted us together in our mother's womb. You know every inch of our body.、Mm-hmm. So I ask, Lord, for your glory, that you heal, so that people will start looking up and know that there is still a God.、Mm-hmm. We know. Yes, yes, in your precious Son's name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wow, I think this is the first time we've been back here and had ten separate prayer warriors just lifting people up. That is just awesome.、Uh, wow, just beautiful. Thank you guys so much for lifting up all these prayers. If you have any more, keep them coming. You can also have written prayer requests on the neighborhood. That's、uh, neighborhood social. Just go to neighborhood social. We have a written. Prayer request group in there.、Um, this song is worthy as a lamb who was slain. It talks about so the Revelation song, saying with a loud voice, "Worthy as a lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing." Out of Revelations five twelve, and it says, "Sing a new song to him who sits on heaven's mercy seat." This is so beautiful. The four living creatures and twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, and they sing a new song. We're always supposed to be singing new songs to Him. And Exodus twenty-five talks about the mercy seat.、It、says, "You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold, and you shall put the mercy seat on the top of the ark, and there I'll meet you." So God was meeting in the Old Testament, then there. But now we have something sitting on the mercy seat. It's Christ, who was our once and for all sacrifice. In Hebrews nine, it says, "But when Christ appeared as high priest, he entered once and for all into the holy places by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption." That's what we're singing about when we sing that.、And、this talks about who was and is and is to come. It's obviously talking in Revelation there about I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and was. And who is to come? So let's worship this person who sits on the mercy seat, Jesus Christ. This is the Revelation song.
Heaven's mercy.
cross appeared as a high priest, a decent lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Oh, I, I have a uh, praise report awesome. and a prayer. Awesome. Go for it. Okay. The prayer is uh, Dennis Kelly, one of our church members, uh, took ill on Sunday and uh, he ended up passing away today. Oh, no. The praise report is the week before he ended up giving his testimony. Wow. The Lord used him and he finished his job. Wow. Thanks for sharing, Dave. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's, it's uh, amazing how short life can be sometimes, but we know he's got an eternal life coming right before him, right? <laughs> right. So, so the prayers for the family and friends of Dennis Kelly. All right. So let's just, uh, so I'm not sure, Tracy, if you have something else, or uh, let's just pray for Dennis Kelly's family. Um, what? Um, let's see. Charlotte, would you mind lifting up Dennis Kelly's family? Sure, sure. Father God, we just thank you and praise you, Lord, that you are the God of all comfort. And Lord, you are touched with the feelings of our infirmities because you love us so much. And you brought this dear one home. And he's no longer suffering, but he's worshiping at your feet. So, Father, give that family comfort. Let them feel your presence in a mighty way. And let them know who you are. Through this whole situation, work your wonders, I pray. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. And then we had another prayer request. Um, Teresa, go ahead though. We'll talk to you first before we get to this oceans on uh, Andrew. I think it's Andrew. Uh, go ahead. I need to ask to die. Hey, Teresa, your sound is really bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? That's better. Whatever you did there. I took my finger off the speaker. <laughs> that helps. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I want to add to Guy's prayer because she wants to pray for Israel. Awesome. And I want to pray for the children that are in tunnels under Israel. It sounds good. You mind doing that? Um, sure. I didn't want to take away from that other prayer you had, though. Um, Father God, we just thank you for Israel. We thank you for those in Israel who are good, wonderful people. And we ask you to be with them and protect them. Okay, I'm sorry. Then somebody else needs to pray. No, you sound good. Oh, okay. I'm so confused. You must be listening to the just turn rumble off and oh, only have right. Zoom on. Oh, you're yeah. right. I'm sorry. That's what's wrong. Yeah, yeah. So if I you're can't on, get it. if I'm you're sorry. on Zoom, you need to turn everything else off. Unfortunately, guys, this is a FYI because it's about twenty percent, twenty thirty second difference. But we got good audio on you now uh, when your finger's not on there, Teresa. Hi, <laughs> sorry. We had a great prayer going on Israel and the, the children for Israel. What a beautiful thing to pray for. We pray for the children rescue every Tuesday and Thursday in this ministry. 
love to have you come and join okay. us on Zoom. Can you hear me now? Yes, perfect. Okay, great. I want to pray for the good people in Israel. There are many, many good people in Israel. Yes. And they're 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 getting bombed and they're getting scared and they have small children. Mm-hmm. I ask you to protect them, Father God. Send your angels to guard them. And the ones that are not good people, God, you know, you can separate them. You said you were going to separate the wheat from the shaft. So I ask you to separate them and protect those that are good people and protect the children that are being held captive underground, Father God. Send the military in to do their wondrous work that they've been doing and protect them from post-traumatic stress disorder and protect the children. Give them a peace inside their hearts. Send your little angels to talk to them like they did to me when I was growing up, Father God. I know they're there. So please send them to these children and please protect the good people in Israel and and help those that are doing the bombing to be the be the right people that are bombing not the bad people bombing and and help help them only to take out those things that are bad father god because this is a fight against good and evil between good and evil and god you said you were going to show up and show out so father god please show up and show out you said israel was going to be the last place you worked and so i think that that's where you what you're doing now so father god i know this is almost over so we give you all the praise and the honor and the glory and we tell you we're ready for you to do whatever needs to be done so that the greatest revival in this world can take place so that people will fall on their face before you and know that you are the lord god almighty and that you are the king of kings and the alpha and the omega and the beginning and the end and there is no other god before you we just thank you and praise you for that and i thank you for dying her love and her care and for all of the people on this call tonight all the people that are calling in all the people on facebook but especially all my dear backstage partners who pray so well mm-hmm. just be with each one of them and keep them safe and keep them in peace in jesus precious holy name we pray amen amen wow so amazing to hear can i oh can i ask one question because i uh, come in in the middle of uh, your teaching and i was wondering what was the uh, part about uh, what you bind on earth you bind in heaven what's loosened on earth is loosened in heaven how does that actually work with what you was talking about as far as the the prayer yeah well I, you know my i just kind of look at the lord's prayer where you talk about uh, uh jesus tells us to pray as earth as uh, on earth as it is in heaven so and they give us authority in the, the authority of the believer and there's a kevin hagan book called the florida the believer i recommend everybody get that because it just talks about how important it is for us to understand the authority we have. And I think the best thing I can do to, the, the, the verse that I think is so clear is John 14, 12, uh, where Jesus is saying it himself, right? Because you can say, I have the authority of Jesus, but, right. but uh, well, what's, what's that really mean, right? And so I, I look at it as, is it basically is talking about we have the authority. So we got to be careful how we speak. Your, your tongue is as death and life is what it says, right? The Bible says that very clearly in Psalms. Yeah. And so 
if we have the power of death and life in our tongue and with the authority of Christ, we've got to be a little careful. But Jesus literally told us, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. He's thinking he was bringing heaven to earth, right, with his power, God's power. Right, if anybody else has a, well, wants to jump in, in a little bit here. Uh, and greater works than these will he do because I am going to the Father. Just think about it. He's saying, and greater works than these. Greater works than Jesus. Yes. Can you even imagine that? That means because he he's going to work through his body. He's the head. He's up there at the right hand of the Father. He's the head. And then the body is us. And he expects us. So literally we can loose things. We can, we can bind things. We can bring down this cabal. We can bring in the remnant. And so that is exactly what we're doing right now. <laughs> so I don't know if anybody else wants to comment on that. What I, what I had understood was uh, we are like the atom here. So we have the power on earth, Jesus through, through us. But the puppet masters, you say, the devil that's controlling the puppets down here, when we tell the other ones to stop, he's stopping the ones that's controlling it up in heaven. That's what I had thought that it meant. Because I know that our, our, we are not to call down strongholds as far as that goes. Strongholds would be false teaching and stuff, yes, but we do not have the power within us, even saying in Jesus' name, to call down demons from where, I mean, where they're at. Yeah, unless they're on earth. Yeah, but on earth is where, where I understood we had the power. Yeah, I think I think you're right that the earth is what we have the power. But again, heaven is going to come to earth when he when he decides to do that. <laughs> That's why we pray. We're going to blow the shofar yeah. now here and shortly about blowing and asking for the line of Judah to come down for justice because there's some of this we can't do at all. Right, that Jesus that, that literally God's going to have to come down and His own justice and His vengeance is His right. Um, but there's so much right. we can do. Remember, greater is he in you than he who is in the world. Amen. So let's, exactly. let's understand that we have a, so much power that uh, until the church recognizes that, I think God was waiting to shake us up and get his body to start doing what he wants it to do. And that's what this ministry is about. Let's, uh, let, and that, I think that's what we're going to end a prayer. I think there's one more prayer request, so I want to get in. Thanks for clarifying that for me. Yeah, no problem. Let's, let's uh, I don't know if... Let, uh, See, Lindell's not, it looks like he's gone now. I was going to ask a, some, a second prayer warrior to pray prayer for this again. So, Pam, maybe you can take this. Pam, Pam this is uh, Oceans on, um, I think it was, I think this was on Rumble Rants. It says, Andrew, so it's Andrew, yeah. My eyes have been swelled for with allergies for over a week. Believe in his, by his stripes I'm healed. Thank you for the agreement. So, when you come to an agreement with Andrew... Were you uh, asking me, Rick? No, I'm so that's Pam. That's asking Pam to see if she okay. wants to lift that up. She's okay with that. Another powerful, many of one of the many powerful prayer words we have back here. Do you have that, Pam? I'm sorry, I didn't. I was talking to somebody in here. I didn't hear what you asked. Oh no problem. Yeah, so this is Andrew needs prayer for his eyes. He's been swelled from allergies for over a week. Believing his stripes are healed. Thank you for the agreement. So swelled, uh, swelling eyes for over a week after allergies, Andrew. Okay. Um, 
Heavenly Father, we come to you and we thank you and we praise you. Lord, I looked up Andrew, who's had an issue with swollen eyes for over a week from his allergies. Lord, send him some relief from those allergies. In Jesus' name, all the power and the glory go to you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I love it. It's one thing that's uh, powerful. You'll see as you see very mature believers can uh, do short with prayers and faith and uh, be healed, right? So it's kind of what just many of these uh, healing pastors can do amazing things uh, as God just works through them and as they have massive faith. We love you guys so much. Wanted to make sure that we end by blowing the shofars and just asking for uh, all these prayers to be answered as well as just everything else, anything else that you guys can think of uh, that you want to lift up right now. We had Holly with some prayer requests. I think it was nice to meet all of you uh, on Rumble Rants as well as uh, Facebook. Again, we do this every Monday and Thursday. So we'll be back on Monday doing praise reports. We didn't do one this Monday because we uh, did the Seder dinner. But every Monday and Thursday, normally we're doing this. And we do communion every other Monday. So we'll try to do it this Monday. Remind me, guys, if we don't do that because we, we need to get that in a couple times a month. I think it's important to the Lord. And so, anyway, let's, I'm going to lift up one last prayer, and then we're going to blow the shofar. So if you have a blowshar or any no, uh, shofar or any noisemaker, that would be great. And remember, when you're, remember when you're blowing the shofar, it's not about strength. It's about the vibration of your lips, right? And I think you'll see you get a lot of, if you practice a little bit with the vibration on the shofar uh, and not blow hard, um, you'll, you'll get it, get really good at being able to make that thing really do what uh, those ram's horns are supposed to do. Um, with that, I'm just going to lift up a quick prayer and we'll, we'll, I know we're past the hour and a half, but we're, this design, guys, where even revival could hit here. A bunch of people want to come back and actually just share. We're, we're going to be, be structured for that as we get producers in the studio. Um, so if you really want to support a ministry and really be part of a ministry that's, uh, that, that's, focused on the Lord and focused on praising and worship Him and teaching His Word, um, please uh, join us here backstage at whatstoteach.com. Hit the backstage tab. All right, with that, I'm going to lift up one last prayer. Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for these wonderful prayer words. What a huge privilege it is. Uh, this morning, I had a new couple came on to pray for the kids. Uh, tonight, we had many new people on and just multiple prayer words where we have we hardly anybody has to pray twice because there's so many prayer warriors wanting to prayer. Hey, pray. How cool is that, Lord? How often do you have more prayer warriors than prayer requests? That doesn't happen very often, Lord. We just praise you for that. And we pray for the Holy Spirit fire to fall on this ministry. This Holy Spirit fire to fall on everyone in this ministry. The Holy Spirit fire to fall down on anybody associated with this ministry. Lord, we thank you for that. We call for unity in the body, Lord, and unity um, of what of anybody that's listening to my voice, this their families and friends that, that this cabal has purposely um, torn apart and separated based upon class and race and beliefs and right versus left, like all this evil propaganda where they want us divided as they try to take over this country and destroy it, take over this world and destroy it. But we, we come against that by the mighty name of Jesus, by the power of Jesus' name, the name above all names, by the power of his blood that he shed for us, by that power and authority of his blood and his name, we call down this cabal and all seven mountains of cultural influence, and we call in the remnant. 
In the mighty name of Jesus, we want to see the possessions of the land being taken by the remnant. As truth comes back into the media, as we see this medical cartel get exposed completely for what they're doing with the poisons, what they're doing with the, va the, the so-called vaccines that are genetic modifications of evil. Lord, may that be exposed and we remove the, 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 the shields over our friends and family's eyes so they will come to understand what's really going on in this world. Most importantly, Lord, that they'll come to know you. We look so forward to this great exodus and this great harvest. We want to participate in this great harvest. We submit this ministry to you as clay. Be the potter, Lord. Use us as the workman of your hands. We cannot wait to see what you do with Blessed Teach Ministries, what you do with each one of our lives as we submit to you and you make our path straight. Lord, we just cannot wait to see justice come back to this earth. And we call now as we blow down the shofar, we ask for all these prayers to be... be um, answered by that your 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 angels angels of all ranks and divisions We're, we call in holy warring angels we call in messenger angels we call in ministering angels and every other angel of ranking and division coming down to call bring justice to this including the lion of judah himself for his vengeance lord thank you for that and we're going to blow our shofars and thanking you and calling that in in the mighty name of jesus amen Amen. So if you have a if you have Amen. a shofar or any type of device, let's blow it now. even in uh, Julie's words I think about blowing the shofar tonight so uh, we're excited so uh, hey thank you for joining us here on praise and prayer we do this Monday and Thursday remember word worship is very similar we play the same beautiful music but we're teaching the Word of God while we're doing it so word worships on Friday night and then Saturday Sunday morning as well so four nights a week you can get this beautiful music sometimes we sneak some in on other nights as well um, if you have any suggestions on the beautiful music we're playing, if you have a favorite song that just brings you to deep worship and you could listen to 10 times, right? Those, that's the type of music we want to actually um, purchase and then develop video specifically for it, attach scripture to it, and create these beautiful creations that uh, we're able to deliver here to just really help facilitate our true worship from the heart to God. And that's when the presence of the Lord comes and we can praise him and we can lift up prayer requests in the mighty jehovah rapha jehovah uh, all these nisi the, our banner our healer right our provider jehovah jireh this he, he acts in a mighty way and we're seeing it in this ministry so we'd love to have you go to blessedteach.com hit the backstage tab it's all free now we'd love to have you back here and also remember when you join backstage you're also going to do q a with the on Tuesdays and Wednesdays with those great patriots. You also have access to the searchy tool to find the exact video in the space where, where you can search those prophecies of Amanda and, and Julie and others. Um, we're just so excited about what's going on and what God's going to be doing. 
Um, with that, we love you guys. And if the backstagers wouldn't mind unmuting and saying goodbye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Shalom. Bye. Good night. 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 Good night.